Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. In Florida, a woman who was sued for $250,000 by country music star Luke Combs for copyright infringement sets off the internet into such a storm that it prompts a TikTok apology from the singer. In Ohio, retiring police officer is finally reunited with his canine partner after fighting city officials for the right to purchase. And in Florida... Sheriff Grady Judd. Oh, yes. Boy. He uses a famous Christmas cartoon character to describe a Christmas gift stealing porch pirate. Hmm. These stories and more coming at you today, Wednesday, December 20th on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And there is no Mike Agavino. There is no Mike Agavino. I think he went to the North Pole. <laughs> To try to steal some presents for little kids and shit. I think he was maybe, being an maybe, elf. Maybe, maybe he was being the Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch, yeah. Uh, That's right. Um, no, for real, Mike's a little under the weather. And, um, you know, so we got his back. Uh, and it's legit uh, for five days to Christmas. And we yeah. love all y'all and um, appreciate you. And let's get into some crime time for Wednesday. All right, and we're going to start off with the, the, well, I would say, Woody, the sensation that is happening on the internet with this Luke Combs situation. I totally read this after you sent it, and I I couldn't believe it. Uh, If people haven't heard it, they need to hear the story. That's right. So uh, we're going to go ahead and tell you about it, and there is a woman by the name of Nicole Harness, and Nicole Harness is... suffers from congestive heart failure and so her only job is selling homemade tumblers and t-shirts through amazon right so she makes these t-shirts she presses them herself she makes these tumblers she sells them through amazon she's a big luke combs fan and she says after she went to his concert in tampa this summer she decided that she was going to start offering a luke combs themed tumbler uh, she said she bought the artwork online and she sold about 18 tumblers for about 20 bucks each. So that's a $380, you know, deal there. Now she's learned that Combs had sued her in federal court in Illinois, along with various other people for selling counterfeit merchandise. The worst part is the case is already closed mm-hmm. and the judge ordered each defendant, which includes harness to pay $250,000 right. combs. Now um, I'm going to kind of explain to you what happened on that end from, from her side, she's selling those tumblers and she made that money and uh basically the court emailed her, Hey, you got to go to court and uh, you're getting sued by Luke Combs people. She claims that that email went to her spam folder, which is totally believable. uh, And she never saw it. In addition to that, she said that she was sick during that time and she She was in the hospital. hospital, And so even if it would have went to a regular folder, she probably wouldn't have saw it, but to make matters worse, it went to her spam. So when she, Healed up, uh, she happened to check that email and was looking for another email and happened to check that spam folder, and she sees this notice. Well, the problem was the court date that she had to make uh, in response to this was already expired. Right. So the judge, because she never responded right. to it, uh, just automatically uh, awarded him this let, money. Let me tell you about it real quick. Then. She would have had to, if she had seen it in time, she would have had to have a hire an attorney and file a response within X amount of days before the hearing or it had been granted. You don't show up on these civil lawsuits like that. And we just went through this on evicting somebody from one of the properties downtown. You don't show up, judges automatically grant you, right? That's right. And uh, so she freaks out like we we all would do and, and and the way that she really discovered that this was the real deal 
you know, was she went to her Amazon account and she had like $5,500 in there and she went to withdraw that money. Right. And it said, you can't. Yeah. You can't withdraw it because of this judgment. Right. They seized her shit. So Luke, she's freaking out, right? And she. uh, $250. So she, she freaks out and, uh, basically goes online and she, she talks about this and, uh, she says she wanted to tell Luke Combs she was sorry. She didn't mean any harm. She's a supporter of his. She just wants to go back to her day to day life. And is there anything he can do? So Luke Combs gets wind of this. Now, let me tell y'all this. These singers like Luke Combs, or if it was Tim McGraw or any of these guys, they don't know who's getting sued, who's not getting sued. Um, They hire a company, and this company is meant to scour the internet and find people that are doing this, but not really at her level. No, no, no. So let me interrupt real quick. This Luke has certainly, like every big star, has attorneys on retainer. And those attorneys have PIs who go out, the, the copy, copyright infringement specialists. Yeah. And they go out and they find anybody that's doing this shit, and then they just blanket sue them. Yeah. Right? Whether that's a dollar or $100 million. Right. And, and that's it, what happened in this case. And really designed to get, because there are some big Chinese, let's say, corporations yeah, yeah, out right. there that they're making millions of dollars right. off his name. Right. And those people need to be sued. Let me, let me, let me say this real quick to you. So um, on Real Life for Crime, you know, Nashville, we have our own store and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And Tumblr's, though, we, I have so many fans uh, over the years that have, like, hey, Woody, I made this Tumblr. Do you mind if I sell it or whatever? I work from home. And, and I'm like, I don't care, right? And uh, they, we don't make that much money off merchandise in anyway. Yeah, or, you know, the shirts and stuff like that. And, and, and if you want to do that, it, it, and, it, and, it's okay with that. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to sue your ass. Uh, uh, and it's not really about that. I mean, you're, they're the fans. They're doing it because they love it, and they're not trying to be Bill Gates. Yeah, where it would become a problem is if someone all of a sudden is making $6,000 a month selling real-life real-crime right, right. T-shirts off but of your they, name. They got a guy that's that, that wouldn't be has right. real-life real-crime podcasts listed under Apple uh, and and if you go Google it, all he does is takes a couple minutes of my shit and and does the episodes. Yeah, that dude them. I'd see. Right. And, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, That's bullshit. Oh, I'm like, I don't know. He can't be making that much money. No, there, but, but uh, uh, mm, I don't I mean, like that boy. Yeah, but so there, there are reasons to, to to do that. But this lady obviously wasn't one. That's right. So Luke Combs, look, it, it, he's a cool dude. And and a good guy. And Luke Combs gets wind of this, and he, like I said, was not aware of it. And he offers up an apology. And y'all, this this apology went viral. When I tell you viral, there's hundreds of millions of people have watched this already. But we're going to play that uh, Luke Combs apology clip for you now, just so you can hear it. It's only at like a minute and a half. Uh, but it is Luke Combs not only apologizing to this lady, but offering her something. So here's that. What's up, guys? Luke here. Uh, it's 7.27 a.m. here in Tennessee. Um, I woke up at 5 a.m. to use the restroom, and the first thing I saw was this. Um, a woman that's being sued by me for $250,000. Um, I spent the last two hours um, trying to, to make this right, trying to figure out what, what's going on because I was completely and utterly unaware of this. Um, so we reached out. Firstly, my manager reached out to this news station that ran this piece to try to get some info. Um, and so we do have a company uh, that goes after folks, uh, only supposedly large corporations operating internationally that make millions and millions of dollars making counterfeit t-shirts things of that nature running illegal businesses um and apparently this woman nicole has somehow gotten uh wrapped into that um and that makes me absolutely sick to my stomach so i was able to get nicole's phone number i spoke to her this morning she told me that you know she was absolutely shocked by this i was i'm so apologetic talking to her i just it makes me sick honestly, um, that this would happen, especially at the holidays. I can't imagine being in her shoes. She told me there's $5,500 locked up in her Amazon account. Um, I'm going to double that, send her $11,000 today, just so she doesn't have anything to worry about. Um, she was never supposed to be involved 
in anything like this. No fan should ever have to be involved in anything like this. Um, and she uh, got in trouble uh, apparently for making tumblers. So I'm going to make my own tumbler today that's going to go up today. Um, I'll keep you posted on that, but all that money is going to go to Nicole and her family uh, to try to help with her medical bills. Um, hopefully that can help her out. Um, and again, this is unbelievable. I was completely shocked when I saw this this morning. It makes me sick. Um, this is not something that I would ever do. This is not the kind of person I am. I'm not greedy uh, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, money is the last thing on my mind. I promise you guys that. And uh, I invited Nicole and her family out to a show uh, this year so I could give her a hug and say sorry in person. And yeah, I love you guys. I just wanted to. I just wanted to clear that up, man, because it makes me sick for anybody to be thinking that that I'm this kind of person because I'm the le- the farthest thing from it. So love you guys, and uh, I'll keep you posted. Now in that clip. Uh, Combs explains that he does, in fact, have a company, like we told you, that sues these people. Uh, And it was not intended to, like, you know, sue someone that makes $380 on Amazon. But he also offered, as you heard, to double what she was locked out of her Amazon account. So $11,000, he's going to send that to her straight away. Um, And I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty class act. Yeah. Now, and and again, it's like the one fan who worked from home, she's in a wheelchair and all that. I mean, she's trying to make a hustle for whatever my go be blessed, right? Luke That's Holmes right. totally stepped up. You know, I hadn't even listened to shit because I don't listen to radio or anything anymore. But the, uh, I'm going to go start listening to his music now. Yeah, yeah, and he is. He's really, really good. Uh, but I just want to say this, and we'll wrap this story up and – you know, it, it is a fine line, y'all, because us as creators, we, you know, we spend our lives basically trying to build our, right. our the names of what we're doing. And and uh, and when people profit off of that, yeah. it, it some our work, it, it, there is an issue there. Yeah. But like Woody said, if it's someone making tumblers and they're and they're making a few to sell on there. And uh, and they call Woody up. Woody's yeah. likely going to say, "Yeah, go for it." Right, right. You know, um, hey, sometimes they send me one. That's right. And that's whatever, right. That's cool. Whatever you know. Yeah, and and so so, but the people that are making thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars, that's where it's and an when, issue when they're making. It's kind of BS. That, yeah, that's and I agree. It's, uh, basically, that's theft, and that's why that's the right. store is important. This lady, God bless her, um, and God bless Luke Holmes. Right. Yep. So. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason 
to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally, designed for long-term retention, speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. Anyway, y'all want to tell you this. The I always tell you about the canine stories, and uh, I worked with them so much over the years. They saved my life, literally. Um, and but these the canine officers, I don't think most people know canine officers. The everyone I've ever known, they bring that dog home with them every day. It's a part of their family. They train with them every day, even on the days off. Um, they work with them every night. They put their lives in their hands, et cetera. So in the end, everyone that I've ever known of, it, it ends up getting to be with that with that handler for the rest of their lives, even when after they retire. Well, let me tell you about this story. In Ohio, a police officer was reunited with his former canine partner amid an emotional battle with the city he once served for ownership of his beloved pup. The city of Shaker Heights voted to allow Officer Chad Hagen and his family to purchase the canine, a six-year-old German shepherd named Igor, just in time for the dog to be home for the holidays. We're happy to have our family back for Christmas, Hagen excitedly said. The family will purchase Igor from Shaker Heights Police Department for $16,500, which will go towards training for a new dog and another officer. Let me stop right there. So they... Uh, most people use Bell and Malum, uh, Belgian Malamals now, mm-hmm. and there's a place down in South Louisiana. This guy flies over to Holland or wherever and handpicks these pups, and he brings them back, gets them to a certain stage of training. And in the departments that are looking for the canines, they'll send their canine handlers down there, and they, they live with these dogs for like two weeks and get all the basic training and, and, and stuff. So, yeah, it's a lot of money, and these dogs are super expensive. Um, so, Sixteen thousand five hundred is probably not even doesn't even cover the training. Back to the story. During the council meeting, Hagen's former police chief Wayne Hudson recommended an amendment be made to the current city law to allow canines still fit for duty to be sold to the previous handlers in exchange for the price of a cost to replace them. The vote was passed unanimously. Uh, um, and Hagen was then informed that Igor's ownership would transfer to him and he could pick up the canine companion that day. The exciting reunion came with tons of slobbery kisses and cries of joy from Igor, who had spent over two weeks in the kennel when the family had to surrender him after Thanksgiving. They, he, he was excited. He was jumping all over us, Chad's wife, Danielle Hagen, told the outlet. Well, he could care less about me, to be honest. He was jumping all over Chad, just very excited to see us. Then the pair had worked together for over five years before Hagen moved to a different police department to be closer to his family. And community members also moved uh, uh, by the partner's bond, you know, meaning the K-9 and the handler, created a GoFundMe called Bring K-9 um, Igor Home and raised nearly $13,000 to reunite the two. Our ordinance which reflects longstanding state law, was known to Officer Hagen. 
did not provide the authority to address situations when a police officer leaves the department in advance of the retirement of the canine. Today's council action to amend the ordinance enables the amicable resolution reached. Uh, that, that was from the mayor, y'all. Yeah. So that's a, kind of a little Christmas heartwarming story. And yeah. The, um, I get it. That, that five years, they don't really run much longer than that. They, the, yeah. the Eagle War was about done. And, but these dogs live with these families. Yeah. Right, they're and, part and, of and, the family. And, I mean, literally, they live with them. And then they put each other's lives in each other's hands. And, you know, I'm glad to see Igor back with his people. Well, and, and uh, look, we know as, as, you know, if you're not in law enforcement and you have a pet, you realize how close you are to that right. pet. Imagine Holy if shit. you spent, if you brought that pet to work with you, if you spent wait, wait, every wait, second, wait, if that pet was designed to protect to you, save your life. And, yes. and, and the, uh, so I've seen them do in the training, like when they put on, on, on the suits and stuff like that. And you have two bad guys, one on each side of the officer and the officer goes down mm. and the canines are, are, are um, trained to, to, protect him when he's down yeah his officer's unconscious have been shot or whatever and so what do they do the officer goes down like he's hurt and one bad guy runs in from this side in the red suit and the, and the dog attacks on that side and as soon as the guy runs in from the other side he's still watching the dog lets him go and attacks the other guy i mean wow. there's so much training and stuff that they do but here's the deal there's the there's nobody you'll have a bond with like the guys that you work the street with, or let's say if you're in the army and you're in battle together, mm-hmm. right? You put your lives in each other's hands every night. That's a bond that you can't ever, ever explain. You yeah. have to have that trust in that person and that yeah. faith and that canine. Holy shit, bro. That's, you know, that's all they did yeah. was, was save each other's life and wow. other people's lives. So Amazing. Good, animal. good for them to be home together. Yep. Definitely. And, We'll go from one one story to another here, and we're going to Florida, Mm-mm. and we're going to talk about Grady Judge, Sheriff Grady Judge. Love him, y'all tell y'all tell Sheriff Judge we. we love him. <sighs> he is awesome, and we're going to tell you about uh, you know, one thing with Sheriff Judd is he does these press conferences that mm-hmm. you can catch on YouTube. Famous, oh, they're yeah, more, I mean, amazing. I, I would think there's only was, one if Sheriff Judd. If I was a sheriff, I'd be saying the same kind of shit this guy does. hundred percent. Uh, well, he, a Florida woman's attempted regifting of Christmas presents, and she had a little scheme going on, landed her in trouble with the law because the gifts, they were never hers in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's right. Kinsley Mott, who is 33, stands accused of one count each of grand theft and felony uh, petty theft and two counts of burglary. This is according to the Polk County Sheriff. Using a Christmas Carol theme, Sheriff Grady Judd poked fun at the defendant's booking photo. She's got a red nose because she was crying at some point in time, Sheriff Grady said. This is not Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer. This is Kinsley, the red-nosed criminal. Lock her up. (laughs) Porch Pirate. Christ. That's right. The thefts in question were reported on Monday. The incidents occurred during the early afternoon in a subdivision in Winter Haven, which is a medium-sized city about 50 miles east of Tampa. Someone reported that a woman followed behind an Amazon truck delivering what Jug called presents and immediately stole eat. Each package left on the porch in question. So she was right. following right. the right. Amazon truck. Easy money. He'd drop them off. She'd pick them right. up. The victim also provided investigators with surveillance video that showed a woman wearing black walking up to the porch, taking the boxes, and then getting back into a red truck. The sheriff identified the vehicle as Mott's Red Ford Ranger pickup. The sheriff's office said the detective reviewed the video and passed it to the criminal analyst who identified the thief. Law enforcement then discovered the defendant worked at a local pizza parlor and went there to confront her. I stole them because I'm going to give them away as presents for Christmas, Mott oh, said. So it's not really stealing because I'm I'm giving them away. I think she's full of shit. She's probably hawking them. That's right. And I'm sure Sheriff Judd knew that too. And so how's about turning them back over to us so we can get them to the owners, uh, the police said. She wouldn't do it. That's pretty brazen. She wouldn't tell us where the stolen property was. She 
dope. The sheriff said law enforcement did have pro- did not have probable cause to obtain a search warrant for the truck or residence, and that the investigation is ongoing. Uh, he also said the woman initially declined to speak with investigators until still images from the surveillance footage were shown. We showed her the picture on the camera from where we stole the property, right? Jeb went on, and she said, what if it was just someone else who had my face? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're doppelganger. <laughs> you're that's it. So the surveillance footage showed a black-clad, sunglass-wearing woman uh, walk up to the porch, peer at something off camera, scoop up two packages, and quickly walk away. This prolific thief is probably going to spend Christmas behind bars this year. That from yeah, Sheriff she's Judd. Shit. She's full of shit. She wasn't regifting them shit. That's you re- it. You, re- you regift a fucking fruitcake. Yeah. That, that, that nobody wants, right? Uh, you don't regift. Hey, you know what? How stupid does that make her sound? Because you don't know what's in his Amazon box. He's be like, could be a man shaving kit or yeah. sex toys. Yeah, like, oh, I was, I was going to give it to this, my uncle Tom, and <laughs> this one's uh, my friend Susie. <laughs> Whatever. That's just Fuck. crazy, yeah. and Sheriff Judd's Sheriff all Judd over it. Gets but it done again. You know the excuse. What? What if it was just my face on someone else's body. Yeah, yeah I know that. I would have been know. like, what if a frog's yeah. ass was glass and it broke every time? He said, I'm <laughs> stupid motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Hey, I, um, if one of our listeners down there, you know Sheriff Judd, we'd love to get him on the phone one oh, day yeah. for an episode. Uh, but tell him we've got him sitting on the shelf, right? Yep. And, got a Judd and, on and the got shelf. Got a Judd on the shelf. That's it. All right. A little more serious, y'all. Uh, um. Mm, Choking is so personal. It's the most intimate form of killing that there is. Um, it takes usually a minute and a half to three minutes uh, uh, to choke someone to death, depending on circumstances. But let me take you to Utah. And a Utah man is facing criminal charges after allegedly trying to choke his wife in hospice care in an attempt to ease her suffering two years ago. Dwayne McCullough, 45, was charged on Wednesday with attempted murder after trying to choke his wife, Arienda Lee, while she is, was in hospice on December 20th, 2021. Six witnesses claim to investigators that Dwayne choked the victim in an attempt to kill her to ease her suffering while they were with her during her terminal cancer and her being on hospice. The investigators then interrogated Dwayne, who they say so admitted to placing his hands over um, Ariana's neck in an attempt to ease her suffering. He also said that his actions were stopped by our family members present at the time who pulled him off of her and admitted that he would do this again because he loved his wife. Ariana died from terminal breast cancer the day after the incident occurred. Mm. A warrant was also issued for Dwayne's arrest, though it is unknown why the warrant and charges were issued two years after her death. If convicted of attempted murder, Dwayne could face up to life in prison. The fifth district court where Dwayne was charged did not immediately respond, um, you know, to the people's request for comment. And her son said she had radiation in October and 3,600 milligrams of chemotherapy daily for two weeks with one week off. He also noted that by then she had radiation burns, it caused open sores and blisters in the throat, making mm. it impossible to eat anything other than an insure shake. Um, you know, wow, that's so, the, the, the I, don't, I don't damn, you know, we, we got laws for a reason, but I, the, I don't think if I was on the jury. And and she was she died the next day anyway, and she can't eat. And it's you know, if if I love my wife like this dude love his wife, and then you know the the thought the, does, the, you know the, the thought the, crosses your mind. Point, I'm sure you're at the point and the break of point. Look, it, it's not like he tried to hide it. He did yeah. it in from a room full of people. He's, I think he probably just snapped. It was like I just can't stand to see her suffer anymore. They just let her go. Look and and. Uh, and to watch someone suffer to that point, um, you you know, I've been in that situation with my uh, with my father in law, and you you pray for God's will, and you right. pray, for, you know, at some point you just pray that um, they're put out 
out of all this pain that it's, they're in. Yeah. Because when you get to that point, there is absolutely no quality yeah, in life. Yeah, absolutely. That's not, that's I'm not, not justifying not, what he did. Living. Yeah. Yeah. He you can't play God, but you're dying. Yeah. But uh, what a, what a hard position, you know, it, it looks like he really, it seems like he really loved his wife and like he, he snapped and he just snapped. Yeah. I mean, we all, all of us as human beings have a, have a line. Again, if I was his defense attorney and, and, and I'm presenting this case, I'm going to be like, mm. he wasn't trying to hide it. It's not like he had a million-dollar life insurance policy that he claimed, and mm. he watched her go through all this horribleness, and he did it in front of the whole family. And it, why do you think it took two years? Do you think it was because I, of that? They I, were I just trying to figure maybe, out what they wanted to do? Maybe they got somebody new in the office. I don't know, but you know, the homicide never goes away, or well, this would have been an attempted homicide. Um I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I, I don't. I don't think these people really thought this one through. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. Well, there you have it. Uh, and we'll we'll lighten it up a little bit, I guess. Um, we're going to tell you about a mall Santa. And so we see, we're almost in the, in, in, in the spirit of giving. That's all. right. We got the. We got Igor going back home for the <laughs> holidays, did. and you had to share Judd and Rudolph. When y'all first told me, um, I. I heard the term porch power and I was thinking butt power. I never heard the term porch power. I'm like, <laughs> but the fuck's a porch power? Yeah. I know what a butt power is. But, uh, and then so we had that one and, and, and everything else. So back in the spirit of Christmas. That's right. And look, we've all went to those mall Santas and taking pictures mm-hmm. with our kids mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Let me tell you this. When I was, a, um, it was my oldest, who's now 25, she was like, a year and a half old, two years, she could just barely talk. And her mama took her to um, take the picture for Santa Claus, and she was all fired up, right? And she came back, and her eyes were all red, and she was crying. I said, what's wrong, baby? She said, me no like claws, daddy. Me no like claws. <laughs> and she got there, she was scared as fuck, and take the picture. She, I still had a picture of her crying on Santa Claus' lap. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Look, claws can be intimidating. Me no like claws, daddy. Me no like claws. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Scare the hell out of me. <laughs> That's it. So we're going to tell you about one, and he's a bad Santa, y'all. Bad so Santa. this is a 62-year-old mall Santa Claus was actually arrested Saturday after allegedly pinching the buttocks of an 18-year-old girl who worked with him as an elf. Oh, Lord. That's it. So his 18-year-old elf that he had helping him, he gave her a little pinch on the butt. Right. Uh, Herbert Jones was arraigned in Massachusetts court on indecent assault and battery. The elf told officers that she walked by Santa, who was in his chair, at which point he reached up and pinched her on the butt. Jones and the teenager worked for a company that described itself as providing Santa uh, photography services to the mall during holiday seasons. Mm -hmm. The teen said that after pinching, after he pinched her, she reported the incident to her manager, who later told her that Santa wanted to speak with her. (laughs) When she subsequently met with Jones, he began to yell at her, saying, I would have never done something like that. Somebody did it. Prior to the pinching, the woman told uh, cops, Jones told her, I wish you were a a few years older and I was younger. He just floated that one out there as she bit. That's it. So a female co-worker told police that she saw Jones reach up in the area of the victims behind. The witness said that while she was unsure if his hand actually made contact, the elf later reported that Santa did indeed pitch her butt. When the cops approached Jones in the Santa changing room, he declared, I did not touch that girl. Jones, who was not in his Santa costume at that time, was arrested and escorted to a police cruiser. During the subsequent recorded interview, Jones was asked about the pinching that occurred at the mall. He explained that he was seated in his Santa chair when the teenager walked by and brushed her buttocks against his hand. Hey, it can happen. Jones added that he pulled his hand away in an attempt to avoid contact. Yeah, Jones <laughs> trying to explain some shit. Santa trying to talk fast. Yeah, right. Asked about the uh, comment where he said, I wish you were a few years older and I was younger. Jones claimed that he only stated that he wished he was young again so he could make different life choices and meant nothing else by it. Yeah. 
the teenager, uh, teenage elf took the conversation out of context. Uh, yeah. And that's his story, and he's sticking he, to it. He's full of shit. <laughs> Bad center, right? Yeah, you know, I was sitting there thinking when you talk about that, and I've lived a long and storied life, uh, you know, and I can pretty much tell you, I don't think I can ever recall pinching any female on the butt. Yeah. I mean, I was like, is that like your pickup line, dude? Yeah. You're going to float out a pinch and, and maybe she likes Santa Claus. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. 62. 62. Yeah. So it was all mental. 62 is not far, that far from me there. Um, all right. So you like breakfast, John? I do. What I don't eat it a whole like? lot, but, yeah. but I like it when I do eat it. Yeah. I like to, my mom, when I was a boy, she sometimes cooked breakfast or supper, like grits and bacon. Oh, and yeah. Cakes and shit like that. The, um, I don't really eat breakfast. I eat like kind bars and shit like that or I, you know, I'll stop at McDonald's and get a McMuffin or something. But, but, but when I do eat it, I like it. Uh, but next story: eighty-five-year-old man was arrested in Washington D.C. on accusations he fatally stabbed his wife because he did not want to eat the pancakes she made. Oh, right. There's a reason. There you go. On Monday, police responded to a call reporting a stabbing at 3.40 p.m. and found 81-year-old Sharon Schwartz inside her D.C. home with stab injuries. Stephen Schwartz was also found in the home with self-inflicted injuries. Now, I bet you they weren't self-inflicted. I always tell you about when you stab someone, your hand's going to slide forward and get cut. Yeah. So, Whatever. But but both Sharon and Stephen were rushed to hospital where Sharon died. Upon an investigation of the scene, Stephen was charged with second-degree murder while being armed. Um, he pled not guilty to the charges, and he's being held without bond. But let's talk about this, though, Woody. Yeah, yeah. 85 years old. Yeah. All these older Man, you better watch out when you hit about 70. It seems yeah, like people yeah, don't put up with nothing fuck, no right. more. You make fuck. me bad pancakes, I yeah. will kill yeah. you. I mean, like, I mean, I mean it's crazy. I'm pretty sure it's the same pancakes she's been making them for the other 50 some 60 yeah. years they've been married. Had to be some other things going on. Maybe so. Mental capacity had yeah. to be Yeah, maybe, maybe suffering. or something like that. 85. But your pancakes. Pan- over pancakes. At least, in, I mean, he didn't kill her for the bacon. Well, I'm not trying to make fun of this. <laughs> well, no, yeah. but it, it is crazy how many stories we do on these elderly yeah, people, people that are, are just, just killing, killing each other. Killing the shit out of people. And I, uh, I don't get it. And I, I, I never had anybody kill anybody over a pancake, but I did have a brother kill a brother over a mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> so, anyway. Mayonnaise sandwich. I used to like You know Because a dude got home and he was, he was deaf mute. And he, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, he was salt to earth, we'll say that. Yeah. They didn't have any food in the house, and he got home, and he'd been waiting all day. He had two pieces of bread left and, and like, a, a splash of mayonnaise. Mm. And uh, he got home and went to get his mayonnaise sandwich, and his brother had eaten, and he stabbed him to death over it. Jesus Christ. He admits it. You ever had a mayonnaise sandwich? I had mayonnaise and tomato sandwiches. Oh, those are good. Yeah. I, I used to love tomato sandwiches. Yeah, fresh tomatoes. Mayonnaise, they, mayonnaise on? Ooh, I'm not yeah. a big mayonnaise thing guy thing, but um, like I like deviled eggs and shit like that. Oh, yeah. So got mayonnaise yeah. mixed in. Yeah. Other than that, I just keep thinking about that, I like that joke. I mean, you you won't like what? Oh like yeah, you know, I just the kid yeah. loved mayonnaise and he stuck, snuck the jar to his room. And he ate the whole thing and went to sleep, and it was empty. And he woke up in the morning, and it was full. <laughs> and then, so that night, he ate it again. Oh, God. And it just happened like going. four nights in a row. And finally, it's like, I can't feel how this mayonnaise jar refills itself magically every night. So tonight, I'm awake. So he ate it all again, and he slept with one eye partially open. And around midnight, this little troll comes in. He's got 14 million zits all over his face oh, and he squeezes God. all out of mayonnaise jar. ever since then i've been so kind of turned off of mayonnaise i'm never eating mayonnaise again now 
<laughs> That's a little Woody Chris. Oh, I should have made it an elf. Right? <laughs> it was an elf with uh, Tim Wilson. Oh, Christmas time. Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, on that note. On that note. Where the fuck are you going to get on? A little mile high cry. <laughs> and we're going to go to, look, we're going we're gonna to go to Madrid. How about that? Madrid. Spain. Madrid, Spain. A little Spain and and uh, major situation going on with regard to airport workers in Madrid, Spain. 14 workers at one of Spain's main airports for tourists were arrested on suspicion of stealing items from checked-in luggage. Now, we, we've reported on that before, and it does happen. And look, my advice, don't check your freaking luggage. You become a master packer of packing everything in the carry on. And right. look, I've I've traveled for a week and had everything in the carry on. There's right. ways of doing it. Right. So police seized uh stolen items, y'all, worth almost three point two million dollars that they had stolen from baggage, including about fourteen thousand dollars in cash. Uh from the group of employees at the largest airport in Spain. Uh, it's actually in Spain's Canary Islands, right. believe it or not. Uh, another 20 airport employees are under investigation in the same case. Now, this particular airport handles about 11 million passengers each year, most of them being European tourists seeking a pleasant climate of the islands off the coast of northwest Africa. The investigation began after an increase in passenger complaints about items missing from their luggage. That's how it always starts, right? Normal. The thefts occurred as baggage were being placed in the aircraft's hold. Uh, inside the hold, the thieves would force open the suitcases, take out the valuables, and shut them again. Authorities seized 29 luxury wristwatches, so probably 29 Rolexes, right. 120 items of jewelry, 22 high-end cell phones, and assorted electronic devices. The suspects had sold many other items online or at local Bookstores, crazy, right? Or local you stores, know they rather. Did it inside the plane, no cameras. Nope, that's yeah, exactly right. Yeah. No cameras. Nobody can see them. They're inside the hold of the plane, right. and they've been doing it forever. Oh so yeah, it's, three point two. They, they, they would have started out with one and be like, "Oh, that was pretty cool." Being cautious, not going to get caught. I'm gonna yeah. Do it again, though, and do it again, do it again, and then they then they get fucking greedy. Like, I'm yeah, all of it. 
And that's how, that's how I'm sure you as a detective, you, you know, a lot of people that commit crimes, they commit it that first time as the last time. So I'm never going to do this oh, yeah, again, yeah, but yeah. then they get away with Especially it. Especially like internal thefts and shit. And usually it's the managers that do it. They're like, mm, I'm a, I'm a, they got a gambling problem, whatever, maybe a dope problem. I'm going to take this hundred dollar bill, but I'm going to put it back. On yeah. Monday, right? Because I'm going to casino. I'm gonna win it back, and then get away with it once, get away with it twice, and next thing us. you know, and there you go, mile high crimes. Yeah. You All know, the way in Spain. Today. You know we're about to have some good mile highs coming up this week. That everybody's gonna be fine oh, for yeah. Christmas. Uh, there's gonna be plenty of content, and probably plenty yeah. of content on the kinky crime end as oh, well. Oh yeah, you better believe that too. So kinky. Crimes for Wednesday, y'all. And Jim Chapman really outdid himself this time. This has got to go on the on the um, Kinky Crime Hall of Fame. Of, yeah, <laughs> the Hall of Fame. So, you know, you know, y'all. It seemed like a straightforward arrangement. I give you three hundred dollars. You urinate on me in the bathroom of the Days Inn across from the Ryder <laughs> Rental Office in York, Pennsylvania, right? Uh, a little gold jar deal. All right. So, but, but while the pay for spray arrangement, pay for spray, I love it, <laughs> appears to have gone as planned inside room 140 during a subsequent encounter in the hotel parking lot, a 66 year old man who paid the female provider. Fired a shot Uh-oh. at the woman's Nissan Rogue as she drove away. Sixty-six right? years old, getting peed on, right? And right, hmm. it, it, listen to this. So the gunman, David Martin Butts, no, no <laughs> pun intended, sixty-six, apparently believed that Brittany Absidy, thirty-four, has swiped his wallet after mm. she finished urinating on him while he laid in the tub. Mm. I mean, at least he had a common decency not to do it in the bed, so somebody yeah. didn't have to clean it up, right? It's just going to pee on me in a tub, mama. That's crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> the heck? Said, uh, said she was parked outside eating potato chips. I guess you get you need to replace that salt after you peed all over this guy. Right? <laughs> when when Butts confront, confronted her and fired a single bullet, leaving a hole in a passenger side door. And while Butts said that he feared Absidy may have been reaching for a weapon while inside a car, but he didn't recall shooting his gun, right? <laughs> cops recovered a 9mm right, yeah, cartridge casing at the scene and later sees a 9mm six-hour handgun from Butts, who lives in Harrisburg, which is about 30 miles away from the Days Inn. Kind of convenient. You know, I bet that dude's been going to Days Inn forever and getting pistol on uh, anyway, wow. bus, was, bus was charged with multiple assault counts, reckless endangerment, and patronizing a prostitute. And he got $75,000 bond. Um, now, Afsity was charged with several misdemeanors, including promoting prostitution and theft. And she got out of jail. How is, I'm sorry, y'all. How is it? I guess so. I guess she admitted to it. The, the, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's but, probably not much way to yeah. The store did not. I mean, and she's apparently done this for a right, while. Right. The store yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah. She probably she wasn't ashamed. The flower for me. The store we did last. Well, me to pee on. Right. The store we did last week on the on the uh, the Grand Prix race in Las Vegas, where they arrested the seventy seven dudes, and they were getting it for a hundred and twenty to a hundred. One guy get you know chick showed up and he talked her down to a hundred. Yeah, guys, and they arrested them all. This girl is getting three hundred dollars a pop for peeing them, dudes, Bruh. <laughs> that is a weird fetish. So, so yeah, it really is. I mean, what I the hell? It, I've seen way, way too much of it. The, the, uh, it's common too. I mean, a lot very, of people like that golden shower, but very, very common. I just don't see it. Sixty something <laughs> years old. I hope he's getting his money's it. worth and three hundred dollars to pee on you. I mean, I wonder how long. I mean. It's, Maybe she, she was a regular form or something. Uh, and they called up and hey, mama, start drinking your water. Go get you a big thing of coffee and come on over to the days. Yeah. But, you know, it is a big problem from what, you know, we we research with these uh, escorts and whatnot. And they'll they'll steal you blind oh, if, you, if yeah. you take your eyes yeah. off your uh, they, money. Uh, right. I, I'm not, not going to say who, but I had a cop friend of mine. 
who got him a prostitute. <laughs> he got got, <laughs> but she didn't know he was a cop. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he wasn't there to arrest her. He wanted right. He wanted a nut, right? Yeah. So he gets her to come in, and she steals his shit, including his badge and shit. She didn't really realize he had a badge in a while until after she got in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. Then she was like, rut, explain rut. that to now you explain that to your boss. Man. Yeah. Uh, I need get another, called on the carpet. I, I need another badge, please. On what happened in years? So it ended up turning up that she ended up throwing it somewhere and it, it, it all got came out of the wash. Oh, wow. Well, uh, Woody Everton, we have come to the end of today's show and you got any final thoughts? Yeah, just it's tis the season and I always jokingly say, um, this time of the year when leave the ones you love to be the ones you can barely stand. That's just a, that's just a holiday joke, but we love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, make sure you resubscribe if you haven't done it already to um, real life, real crime daily and the real life, real crime original. Oh, the, the for years and years and years, I always dropped real life, real crime originals on Saturday mm-hmm. until I went with I heart and they wanted it done on Tuesday. We're going back to Saturdays now. It'll give y'all something to do on the weekend. Uh, and go like and follow us and share and all that good podcast shit we're supposed to say. There you go. And and, and Mike Ago, feel better, bro. This may be the best show we've ever done. Yes, by far. <laughs> by far. And, and the most entertaining. The, and the, the most entertaining. No, no, I'm, I'm going to yeah, cap on Mike. That's know, right. We're teasing you, Mike. We cap him on enough when he's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it in front yeah, of him. I was listening to a story the other day. He was talking about cocaine dealer or whatever. Oh, the uh, Mexican cartel. And you and I are going, you went, yeah. I was like, blow Booger sugar. <laughs> the whole time under a breath. I, I, I was listening. Uh, yeah. It's anyway. funny second time around for right. sure. All right. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And for Mike Agavino, we're your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Peace. Piglets. <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.